0: This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hi there, Mindful listeners. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with us. So today, very excited to talk to Dr. Brian Robinson. Uh, He's a PhD. He's a licensed psychotherapist and professor emeritus at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte. He currently has a blog on psychology today called The Right Mindset. And guess what? He's been interviewed by Forbes, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and now me. (laughs) We are going to be talking about things like turning off your job and turning on your life. I think such an important topic for our modern day where we are consistently and constantly connected and sometimes too connected to the point where we start getting disconnected from ourselves and from the people that mean the most. Dr. Brian Robinson, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you, Dr. Holly. Great to be here.
0: Yeah. So you've uh, authored countless, countless books. Your your latest one, um, hashtag Chill. Uh, get, talk to me about it.
1: Well, uh, the book is about turn on, as you said, turn off your job and turn on your life. And your job can be whatever you're doing in life. Uh, it could be if you're gainfully employed, if, even if you're a retiree. What we're finding is that retirees are Trying to do so much, and they're getting so caught up in uh, the wireless generation that they're uh, burning out as well. So, you can be a stay at home mom, a stay at home dad, or a student, anybody, whatever your job is. But the idea is uh, how to chill in this day and time when we're up to our eyeballs and tasks, and when so much is expected of us in the workplace and just in life in general. It's not just about kicking back and watching the ball game with a beer. Or lying out by the pool. That's part of it. But hashtag chill requires more. It requires us to take a look inside, uh, at ourselves and how we're, uh, treating ourselves and how we're treating life. One of the things I say in the book is ask not how life is treating you. Ask how (laughs) you're treating life. What I mean by that is, you know, if I'm cut off in traffic, if there's a crying baby on the airplane behind me, if my neighbor is a uh, weed eater is awakening me from a nap, what do I do with that? Um yeah. And as, all you have to do is look at the news to see how reactive people are today. So the book is about finding the sweet spot inside where we're able to accommodate to life instead of expecting life to be on our terms.
0: Uh, <clears throat> such wonderful sage advice. I think that's great. And, you know, in your book, you talk about the difference between being driven which I think, um, boy, with all the sort of <clears throat> formats and pipelines for entrepreneurs out there today, that is a very common concept of just being driven and you know going to a mind share and getting all your things together and implementing and strategizing and executing. But what's the difference between being driven and actually being drawn?
1: Well, there's a bit of a paradox here. Most people think if they hurry and rush, and meet deadlines that they're going to be more productive, they're going to get more promotions, they're going to be looked upon, you know, with more accolades and so forth. But the the truth is, you know, when we're drawn, and what that means is coming from that place, that sweet spot that I mentioned, hashtag chill, uh, and we're paying attention to, we're driving the car basically instead of being driven by the car that it makes a huge difference and that people who slow down and are calmer and have more clarity are going to be more productive, they're going to be happier, and they're going to live longer, and uh, the quality of what they produce is going to be better. So being drawn is where we come from the inside, and we're in charge with how we – I call it acting – with how we show up instead of being at the mercy of – Self-pressures, that critical voice, or external pressures in society.
0: Yeah, that's great. <laughs> being driven versus being drawn, it, that, that paradox and subtle difference. And then what about the difference between a chilled worker and a workaholic? Because um, we have in my, in my uh, primary family unit here, my spouse wakes up talking about work, goes to sleep, dreams about work. I mean i I literally got to the point where I can't stand it anymore. It's just work, 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 work. And you know, involved in a startup you know ready to 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 like I said strategize, implement, but not very chilled, that's for sure.
1: So what you're describing, I always think of a car uh, is the car driving us or are we driving it? and we need gas, and that when something is constantly on our mind, when we're in that thinking mind twenty four seven That's the gas. And everybody listening knows what would happen if you drive your car 90 miles an hour without brake. So what we're talking about here is having gas and brake. And a brake is when we take take time out. We get out of our thinking mind. And the way I do it is meditation. Five Only five minutes a day. Between sunrise and sunset, everybody has five minutes somewhere. They're 1440 minutes in a day. And we still have 1435 if we take out five minutes and it can change our lives simply getting us out of the thinking mind and into just focusing on some, there are many ty- types of medication, meditation and it's about focus. The meditation I do is focusing on my breath. It's the simplest. Mm-hmm. I can do it anywhere. It's free. It's portable and my mind is going to wander a little bit and I just bring it back to the focus gonna wander again and bring it back to the focus. If people listening right now would take three to five minutes and just sit and listen to every sound they hear, it could be their gurgling stomach, air traffic outside, car traffic, somebody's voice in the distance. If they do that for three to five minutes, they'll notice their muscles loosen, their heart rate slow down a little bit. That's what we're talking about. Just like you're driving a car, we need to take care of this vehicle that that gets us where we need to go that we live inside
0: you know i love the three to five minute parameter because i feel like uh before even in my practice and trying to maybe recommend some of this parasympathetic activity of meditation people get a little overwhelmed with it um almost like they have an auto an autonomic dysfunction where they actually can't get to that space and so it's even more (laughs) stressful and so i i chose to to talk about meditation in a way that they wouldn't know i was doing it and i i i use that same sort of time frame just to it's kind of like a i think there was an old ebook called power pause but I, I called them you musings you know if they could just take if we could just take uh three to five minutes and um in the morning just muse about your your what what your inner world is doing maybe just just to so you disconnect from out there and you reconnect inside and then also at the end of the day um, a daily autopsy. Cause I said, you know what, that day you're never going to get back. And how did you do, you I know, if you started out, if you started out with some goals and desires, the day is gone. You're never going to get it back, but can we do an autopsy? Can you think about, you know, where you misstepped when you shot off an email that you wish you hadn't, uh, that you ate overate at lunch when you were trying to be, uh, on a, on a more mindful diet, et cetera. And so I asked them to kind of sandwich the day, with just at least trying to connect with themselves.
1: I have uh what I call micro chillers in the book. Uh are a series of uh short uh exercises like you're describing. One is called make a to be list alongside uh-huh. your to do list. And I love a lot it. of people kind of their eyes their eyes widen because they don't know what to put down uh because it's so unusual, but that's what the balance is about is bringing the being into the doing. And there's another exercise where folks can think of their tall coming. Now, there's no such word. I made that up. But we have a word called shortcomings that everybody could quickly list. So it, again, requires you to think about your life and the world differently if you make a list of your tall comings, your attributes, your good qualities, the things you're really good at. There's another one called HALT, H-A-L-T, which stands for hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And it's a little acronym you can file away in the back of your mind. And if you're in a bad mood or snappy or not feeling well, you can ask yourself, am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? And it will help you maybe understand why and uh, go do something about it. So you're, you're right. These micro microchillers uh, are really helpful and help us get into that balance and a different way of, of thinking and being in the world.
0: So being in the world uh, with these little micro chillers in the kind of life hacks i guess that we're talking about one thing what happens on a cellular level when we're chaotically busy consistently busy versus being able to hashtag chill
1: (laughs) well you know mother nature wired us for reactivity for survival we have to have it so uh we got to forgive ourselves when we do react but uh, Mother Nature says, okay, I've done my part. If you want to be happy, that's up to you. Mother Nature doesn't care whether we're happy. She wants us to survive. So on a cellular level, when we can reach that place we call a hashtag chill, uh, we we know that it's a mind-body thing that helps us live longer and live a a quality life. For example, people who are more in that state are able to – uh relax and, and be calm regardless of what's happening around them. And I know that's a tall order, but you get there the way you get to lifting your body weight in bench pressing. The same way it takes a little bit of time and practice. But on a cellular level, we know that uh, on, uh, the neuroscience shows us the brain scans of people who meditate, for example, on a regular basis uh ha- have less shrinkage of the hippocampus, which means that they have better memory because the hippocampus is responsible for memory. So over time, we live longer, we live better, we, we have more clarity, we have more calm, our bodies are, are healthier, and our minds are healthier. And there are eight C words that go with with chill, and I mentioned some of them. One is calm, another is clarity, uh, which helps you get where you want to go and, and get there in uh, an excellent way others curiosity you're more creative you have more compassion for yourself and other people you have more courage to stick your neck out and try things instead of shrinking from life um you have more confidence and you're more connected i think i hit all eight
0: (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) so so many different little things besides chill that can help you get into that that subtle level relaxation um So you have other books, and your website, brianrobinsonbooks.com, so I'm going to spell that out for my listeners, b-r-y-a-n-r-o-b-i-n-s-o-n-books.com. I mean, to the point where they've been published in 13 different languages. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, and this book is already sold in eight languages. Foreign rights have been sold all over the world in such a short amount of time. It's kind of staggering. I wanted to mention that I did develop a test called How Chill Are You that folks mm-hmm. can take on the website you just mentioned. It's free, and they'll get an immediate electronic score. And the website also has some of the other books I've written that you mentioned.
0: That is absolutely great. So one last question here for you, because in your book you talk about great work, uh, and, I, and, yeah. and I'll emphasize that, great work with a big G and great work with a big W, great work. What do you mean by that?
1: Well, usually, you know, we hear that term thrown around the office, great work after somebody's finished a product uh, <laughs> yeah. or a project. And uh, often it relates to uh, the outcome and the productivity or how fast it was done, Uh which is important. Those things are important. But again, the balance is adding to it. And great work, uh, the way I talk about it in the book, is in addition to that, it's how you get there. In other words, are you dashing by people? Are you hurrying? Are you rushing? Are you not paying attention to the people around you? It's how you get there. So great work is that you look at people, you see their face, you honor their presence, you have respect for people, you don't step over them or in front of them, Uh you are a team player, Uh you work with others, you're cooperative. So it's about how you get there. It's not just about getting there, but great work is again when we're drawn, and ha- and and the way we treat the people that we work with, and and the people in our personal lives uh, on the way to completing whatever it is we're trying to do, whatever our job is.
0: Yeah. So great work, capitalized, like real great work, and how you get there—not just you know making sure you're you get your numbers in or what have you. Uh, yeah. It's being mindful. Exactly. It's perfect. It is being exactly. mindful it's about. Mindful. Yeah. Turning off your job and turning on your life. Dr. Robinson, thank you so much. Your book, your newest book, hashtag chill. Uh, And folks, once again, take your free quiz at brianrobinsonbooks.com and you can find, of course, everything else there. Thank you again for spending some time with us and we'll see you next time.